It's Kirk and Callahan. You're going to be in the booth with Joe and Tim? Actually, ugh. should I announce this now or no? Ooh. I am doing, this is breaking news, the fourth inning of the game tonight with Joe Go and Tim. Ahead. Red Sox, two Orioles, nothing. We're in the top of the fourth inning. 2-1. Sway a drive. Way back. Way back. Home run. Mokey Batch. And the Red Sox hang up on that. Wow, is that crushed? Oh, I think his nipples are made of gold. With Kirk Minahan. Could you clarify the context of your use of the word animal? I'm actually surprised you're asking this question because most people got it right. You boneheads! MS-13, these are animals. You donkeys! When the MS-13 comes in, I refer to them as animals. What a bunch of idiots! And guess what? I always will. This is as transparent as fake news gets. And Jerry Callahan. Hi, ho, Pimblico. And bet two-fisted. Good setup, a rail run. Do you think it's going to be the fact that you base your winning horse's number on the amount of pancakes that caught her in the morning? No two-year-old foundation. What was your issue with that call? What's mad? <laughs> yes, it came up sloppy. It is going to be a bog. Wet dream. An absolute slop fest. But that's why they call it racing. On Sports Radio, WEEI. They call it racing because it's going to be a wet? One of the reasons, one of the reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons. When they came up with the name of it, they said sometimes it rains. Yeah, when the guy who invented racing, Johnny Horse Racer. Uh, that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, that's a good tease. That's pretty sloppy. Yeah, it's good. Why they call it racing? How long is the Pregnus podcast? 59 minutes. Why you're is it always kidding. around an hour? Why can't it be like you're 20 kidding. minutes? That's a dumb idea. It's too long. Talk to me, Jerry. What, I, too I'm, long. I'm open to it again. Too long. Too long. So what do you want? Jerry's to, podcasts are never an hour long. Yeah. Right. Ever. 20, we play some of What would you? You're, what, you're, play you, some of Jerry's you, last podcast. You've been on the panel. Can we play know, some of it? At Talkers. No, no, I've not been on the panel. You I were was, the panel. Yes, I was the featured speaker. Featured the speaker at Talkers Convention. I, I'll be at Talkers uh, Convention. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know what would your advice be to a guy doing a horse I would tell racing? Him not to do it would be my okay. advice. But were he, to go, were he to go forward, were he one of these guys who won't take no for an answer right. and keeps fighting like what is, I would say a half hour. Okay. Tops. Got it. You did 59 minutes previewing one freaking horse race. No, it's race. not one race. We did, uh, we previewed all, we recapped the Derby with our guest, Matt Bernie or Dick Girardi, and then we looked at the Preakness, but other four or five other races on the weekend. We looked at Jerry. Just not, was not just one four race. Four or five other races? Yeah, people are not tuning in just to get the Preakness no, breakdown. Not. Because this, this year's Preakness, Jerry, for being honest, is not a great betting race. Ooh. Justify is a huge favorite, and it's tough to bet against him. So how are we going to make money? We'll make money with other races on the day good. leading into Justify. That's so what we you're, you're That's touting what we other races? You're tout. We talked. We handicapped other races. Touted, Jerry. We didn't right. tout. Tout, no. Touts would not say this is not a great how many race. How many That's clicks? How many lists? Can we find out how many clicks he's had so far? I think it just surpassed 42. 43. <laughs> you doing all F&M, the way. F&M races too or no? <laughs> doing what? F&M races as well or no? Philly and Mayor races? Yeah. Yes. There, okay. Are some, okay. there, are some, right. there are some Philly races. Yeah, the Black Eyed Philly is today. I thought Philly uh-huh. was spelled P-H. No. F-I-L-L-Y. Oh. Um, or F I L L I E S for the things floor. you learn every day. I mean, I'm six and a half. Phillies are running today. What are we talking? Phillies going a mile and an eighth okay. on a very sloppy Pimlico yeah. track today. Oh. The Black Eyed Susan. Forget it. Forget we it. got it. Uh, Red Ruby. We like in that. Who's race a better today. guest? If you had to, I know it's not easy. If you had to pick one, Matt Bernier or Dick Girardi. Who would you pick? Dick Girardi, who's a, a Hall of Famer. Um, of, of what? I think he's in the Sports Writing Hall of Fame. Okay. You know, so. you know Dick Girardi. Is right? he from yeah, Worcester? No, from, from Philadelphia. We're from the Philly, Philadelphia Daily News for a long, long time. You know, you know that. Yeah. And Matt Bernier specifically, we'll talk to you in a couple minutes. He's been huge on these days. Matt, he has. You'll talk to Matt Bernier specifically in yes. a couple minutes? Oh, no, specifically okay. Matt Bernier has been great on Preakness Weekend. So oh, he you, has. Yes. You, oh, that's, you, his, that's you, the race he does best. I would say Matt Bernier. I would that's say. the race he does best? Yes. The, oh. This weekend Why in general. Why is he an expert yeah. of that? 
I don't know. He's just had very good luck. He's put people on a lot of winners on this weekend specifically. Wow. Yeah, I'm have to listen to him. So all your important. followers, all the horse racing people who have, you know, like iPhones or iPads, mm-hmm. they all have iPhones and iPads. They could you can come get on my on iPhone listen yeah. tonight. This is a good link today, today. right listen now. Listen while they're handicapping the races tonight or Check tomorrow. Check out right morning. now. Sure. I mean, what I can... time would you suggest they listen, Kirk? Well, seven. <laughs> we can play the whole thing. Seven, say, eight o'clock hour. Let's <laughs> say get it going at about one fifty-eight, and then give it. Let's do it four um, times. Uh, we hope it's not as wet as Dude, they're horse? suggesting. It's gonna be awful. Horse racing awful. fans listen to podcasts. The Preakness weekend is well, awesome. I would say this. At least it. it's something different. It has a specific target audience, so that's okay. Yeah. If you listen to him at the. Uh, at the Talkers Convention, he suggested you want a podcast that is different than what you would do on the air. We're and not going to talk Preakness on and the air. something you're passionate about. Yeah. Right. And he is. That's both. Yeah. Far more passionate than he is about this. Definitely. <laughs> well, what, are you, what, what are you passionate about today? Not in your, much. In your local it's a good rags. question. Dick Girardi specializes in college basketball and horse racing. That's a great sentence. He's covered every Triple Crown race since 1927. 87. Every, oh, sorry. 87. Every NCAA tournament since 1988. <laughs> Including, yeah, he chronicled the careers of uh, Lionel Thompson and uh, Lionel Simmons, rather, and Jameer Nelson. So they, wow, yeah. he's big. So he chronicled Girardi, the career of Lionel. Lionel who? Lionel Simmons, the, Lionel uh, Simmons. the L train from right. LaSalle. You remember oh, him? Sure. Thirty who years ago. <laughs> so Dick Girardi, who we're going to talk to, he gave you <sighs> the Derby winner and just how long is the, how long is the monologue before the guests? Uh, five or six minutes. Yeah, let me check exactly. Five or six. That might be too long. You might want to just get to the guests. Enough about me if you know this now, bang. Get to the guests. So you think there'll be as many listeners to Mutt's podcast as there are voters on the uh, Reamer uh, Tomasi no, question? Oh, no, no shot. No, Unbelievable. What are we up to I, now? I, I don't think there'll be as many listeners as comments. That's the biggest story of the day. As, as comments on the Reamer. Uh, what did I say to you during that dumb sound thing? We got a 1,000 votes. I said, because nobody cares. Right. When people care about show drama, and Dale should be listening. I know he doesn't want to believe this. People care. Just do a segment or two on it. That's all I'm asking. There are, we got more people voting on whether they want Reamer or Tomasi back than GetUp has viewers on an average day. It's I believe close. that, yes. Are we, uh, are we done navel-gazing? No, we're not done navel-gazing. No, what's, what's the numbers all right day. now, Curtis? We're about 7,000 votes, Jeez. almost 500 comments on the poll question. 500 comments? Awesome. Yes. Who's reading all those? You? I am. Oh, they're, 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 all, they're all pretty much the they're same. All, is there an option three? Every single oh, right, one. And a lot right. of neither. them are neither. neither. We want Mutt full time. Yes. A lot of them. Did not see a lot of them. A lot of them saying lot. they want Mutt full time. Please retweet those. Is that Dick Girardi? Did yes. He, Matt Bernie. Or I don't like Dick Girardi's figured out how to get on Twitter. <laughs> Dick Girardi. He's, he's, he's about 2,300 followers. He's a real uh, real popular guy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Philly. How many, let's check the Chris Curtis account real quick. Probably has more than Dick Girardi, probably. He does not. Four times their Mutt. Yes, he does. Yes. No, you don't. No way. I'll look him up right now. Chris Curtis. It's Chris underscore Curtis or Chris Curtis? Four hundred followers. I don't believe you. Eight four seven three. Follow him now. He has more follow, four times as many followers as your as your guest. I don't the guy, you. Matt Bernier probably seen, how many does he have? One hundred and twelve followers. He's got in the thousands somewhere. So is uh, is uh, Tomasi making his move here? Is Reamer still in the Ooh, lead? It didn't look like it. Reamer is up fifty five percent over uh, John Tomasi. Good night. Good night, wow. sweet prince. So that means. People, the people have spoken. They want Reamer back. No, the people have spoken. Out. They hate Reamer less they hate, than they hate Tomasi. Right, right. That's the. That's answer. all we were asking. You know, yeah, we knew who do you hate less? To me, to hate me has a home here. To me, on that's the Kirk and Callahan. Yes. To me, that's close enough though, that you can say that's that's a comp- that's a competitive race though. That's true. What, right. What was I mean, the how, number? How many votes would have to go? 50, 55, 45. Yeah, that's close yeah. to close race. Though. Why is voting bad. over? No, no, it's still no, open. You can still vote. Yeah, retweet it out there. Let's get to 10,000. Yeah, Why not? It means a lot. Who do you hate less? Yeah. We should have worded it that way. Who would you vote for? Who? The question is, who do I want back? Yeah, what's the question? Oh, that's right. tough. Who Jerry's would you rather have back on Kirk and Callahan, Reamer or Tomasi? 
That is a tough question. I will say I'm going gay on this one. I'm, I'd say Reamer. Yeah, me too. Tomasi. Reamer cares more. Tomasi doesn't. Even oh, he care. does. Really? You don't think Tomasi cares as much? No, <laughs> of course <laughs> not. No, I think Tomasi. That's part of his charm. Tomasi probably misses this, but he definitely. Really, I think he definitely. I think he misses, misses waking up at four thirty. No, but I think he misses sort of the buzz around the show and being part of the show. Yes, he does. I even slapping yes, you around. Does. I've talked to him. He misses it. I know. Last he night at Fenway, people. That's the question that everybody asks. That we were. I was in the suite last night. I had a great time. And uh, huge fans of the show there, great people from Cumberland Farms and Buffalo Wild Wings. We know we know the people that were there. And uh, and, and uh, Boston Laser, and they're saying, you know, are you going to bring these guys back? Really? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And they want them back? So, some do, some don't. Everyone See, likes I think, Mutt. Everyone I think does people like Mutt. say they don't Thanks, want them back, but they really want them back. I think people... But everyone says it like this. Like, I like Mutt. That's how they say it. Their voice yeah. gets higher. Say, wait, Mutt, wait, wait, hear that Mutt seems like a nice like, guy. I like Mutt. And so it's always like they're wait, wait, sort of waiting for the butt, you know? Yeah. I like Mutt. But is there there's a butt come? What? Is there a butt after that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, not really. No, it's, you know. So but, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, care what the yeah. voice inflection yeah, is. Yeah, you're part of the family. But. So but. I haven't heard. Fascinating. Uh, no, indeed. So I haven't yeah. heard you recount your evening yet. Did you have? A, did you schmooze a lot? Did you gossip a lot? You got the, there at three. Stayed two hours after did you, the game. Did you go to yeah. BP? I did. The post-game yeah. show. Good. The post-game show was, well, was part of how many weeks really you spent with Joe and Tim? Uh, I was there for the fourth. I thought it went pretty well. Yeah. Those are, by Great the way, job. I've never, I've never spoken to either one of them. Terrific guys. Oh, that's yeah, not true. I, I met never at that time. You thought he was the bread delivery guy. Right. right. Which was Wait, probably what? great. Yeah. We, we had, somebody sent bread to the show that day. Yeah. I don't know why. And we Just were in the office. Loaves of, we were talking about, I think, gluten or something. Something talking stupid, about right. low-carb diet. Some local guy sent us bread or whatever. Nice, wonderful. So we're in the office after the show. I don't think Dina was there that day. And, uh, and we're sitting there, and, and Kevin, right, brings in Tim Never. We didn't even know he was. And Jerry's like, yeah, thanks for the bread or whatever. <laughs> Never's like, I don't believe I was my, uh, I don't think I was doing that. <laughs> and we talked to him, and he's like, uh, you know, he's a great person. Did we talk to him? I don't for remember like, saying much. For like 30, 30 seconds. Because like, we didn't, we couldn't determine whether he actually talks that way yeah, off the air. Right. I think he was like, you guys get up early or something. I was like, right. boy, this guy is going to bring it. Ball like it. You, love like it. Yeah, I love you love that guy. Like you were right. You were right. Yeah. He's become a, a cult hero. He has. Well, but, sex symbol. I feel yep. I felt bad for you last night because price was so good. Yeah, but Everyone got, was so happy. Easy rational against Baltimore. I just kept saying against the Orioles. Right. But they've been really good. We talked about it yesterday. There's a game I play myself when the Red Sox play the Orioles and people are running in and out and people are standing in the outfield. I have a game I play all the time. I know <laughs> I know that game. That game is um and I feel like I'm still right about that game. I, I was gonna tweet at you something along those lines. And yeah. I, and I thought better of it. And just picture yourself, you know, picture a fan. In the middle of that, saying a word as loud as they can and no one else hears. Absurd. That's what I thought. That's all. Patently. Seems impossible. Ridiculously. It was my takeaway. Absurd. But I'm an angry white guy. What right. do I know? Right. But yeah, Pricey was dealing. I was happy for him. I was happy for Astro. I was happy for Xavier. I was happy Xavier. For happy for I just read that in the Globe. You think you don't learn things in the Globe. You didn't know till you read this what David Price got his kid for his birthday. Inaccurate. Rob Bradford told me before the game last oh, night. Oh, he did. Ooh. Yes. Not Bradford, as... Bradford assembled it, right? Because yeah. it came unassembled. And... I will say the beat writers, at, when I went upstairs to talk to him for a minute before the game, were not as uh, pro-Price when you talk to them privately as they are. Oh, no question. Oh, and, and you know what else they say privately? They say that thing you submitted yes, earlier. Yes, I've also heard said, that. You know, we're with you guys. We just can't admit it. Correct. That's actually correct. Right. Yeah, Xavier Price turned one on Thursday. One of his gifts was a kid-sized sports car he can drive around in. The license plate even has his name on it. Wow. And the ball came out of his hand while he... That was a Mer- think, that's a Mercedes, by the way. You think David Price is spoiled? Mercedes. I, I it's a told. Mercedes. Yes, I was told by uh, Rob and Ian Brown, I believe. Did you have your first Mercedes by the time you were one? Oh, that's me stupid. I was three. <laughs> it was... 
He's one. He's got a Mercedes. I think when you do that, you're sending a kid on a path. That's all I would say. Right. You know, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. If you got man. the money, spend it. Jesus. Come spend on. it? Yes. Sports, in other words, spoil buy your, your child. kids. You guys all spoiled your kids. You're acting like you didn't. I don't Come spoil them. When, when, when Harry or Kate were one, I'd not buy them a Mercedes car. Okay, well, you got a, whatever that version of that car was at that time. No, I didn't. Sure was, you did not get I, Oh, you didn't? I've spoiled my kids. You know those kids had a, my kids don't have a motorized car. Carter, they have a huge Jeep right now. That's what they got. They what you drive, do they? Uh, <laughs> yes, I drive. <laughs> it's not good. Keep the kids out. Well, they learned they drive dad home in the, in the Camry <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, Pricey was dealing last night. It was awesome. You're right. He was he was spectacular. Just Great. enjoy the game. Be a crank. Did you later. stay, Mr. May? Did you stay in time for uh, long enough to see the Machado home run? That must have I did a not smile no, no, to no, your no, face. No, no, no. Wheels out at that point. Yeah, yeah. I was out. I stayed till the fifth inning. Did you have some chicken fingers? Uh, I did not. Some I had pizza. A, cu- a couple pizza? of slices of pizza, Regina. Good pizza. Oh, excellent pizza. I had a Coke. I don't know. Should I tell the story or not? Couple oh, beers. No, no, no. I'm the, I will tell the story. I was thinking I was not going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. So you know what the um, – you, you guys have all been in the suite or no? I know Mudd hasn't. Yes, absolutely. I've been in the suite. Jerry. Yes. I so have. you know when you go down – you know where the Cokes are? Down yeah. in the little – The shelf. Yeah. Shelf. Fridge. So uh, I, so I went – thought it was Coke. Does this have anything to do with Tim Hortons? Yes. It does. Okay. So I go, grab the Coke, you know, grab the – put my hand I'm talking to somebody. Grab the Coke, open it, walking in, take a sip. And it's beer. It was a beer. It oh wasn't my a, god! It wasn't a coke. It was a beer. No way! It was a beer. What it kind was, of beer? I don't even know what it was. I, what Probably Bud Light. Wouldn't you have noticed? Wouldn't you have noticed? If it was... oh, so, 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 if you look at it, it's kind of red. And I'm, I'm again. I'm talking. Oh, to somebody. Budweiser. Then red Maybe or white? It was. It's Bud, Budweiser, not Budweiser. Budweiser. Okay, beer. finished. Anyway. Did you get a buzz? And so I took a sip and I was like, "Oh my god!" I forgot what it tasted like. Honestly, it's been like a little kid. I had a beer in forever. I mean, forever. Forever, I would say, fifteen years now, almost Jeez. fourteen wow. years. Go in the bathroom, you know why? You know, Does the clock start <laughs> over? You surprise That's what clock? I'm thinking. I didn't swallow any though. You spit it out. Don't save that. Don't save that either. Uh, well, yeah, save yeah. That. Went in the bathroom and spit it out. <laughs> in I was the middle of your conversation I, with someone. No, I wasn't even. Well, it was kind of. They sort of went, and I was walking towards a couple of people who were sitting in that couch, you know. And I had my hands, and luckily nobody even saw me with it. So I kind of did a thing where I was like. I just kind of paused. I didn't swallow it. Didn't spit it out. Went to the bathroom. Well, what if, what, spit out the water. I've seen happened? that on video before. I, did, I, did, I, did, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I don't know. I just didn't want to do it. Wow, it good for you. Terrible too. I mean, I'm sure it's a fine brand, but it, uh, the taste of it to me was so different. So I went and washed my mouth out, and I was like freaking out. Wow. Where's my beer? Yeah, I don't know how you drink thirty or forty of those a day. <laughs> so allegedly, <laughs> I drove home too. So then, did I, you? Uh, yeah. So I was. I got a Coke right away and washed it up, but it was bizarre. I wasn't even paying attention. Beer's better for you than Coke. I think so. Must have been a good conversation. Yeah, it was fascinating. But yeah, Beer-Z. it was very strange. So there you go. What was that? Beersy. <laughs> but that you doesn't, that doesn't did qualify. you see Shaughnessy? I do not. drinking. I do not. No. 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 Does that qualify as? Yeah, no. you, you didn't start swallow it. No, no, it doesn't no, qualify. No. You, okay. you have to get a buzz for it to qualify. That's not true. If I had a beer, I wouldn't get a buzz. Yes. Ooh, so you're kind of like Gabe Kaplan. You might. That's true. You just wanted the yeah, taste like of beer. You spread it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm good now with beer. I'm all set. I don't know how you drink all those. <sighs> I still don't know how you drink Curtis's. Uh, it was cold. But yeah. Why not? So I that was, want to go to waste. Everyone was great. I said everyone loves the show. A lot of, lot of recommendations as always. A lot of questions. Always about the third person. You know, always this, always that. Is this guy coming back? Is that guy coming back? All that stuff. So anyone, uh, let's put it this way. Nobody's really saying, hey, what do you think of the fourth line? No, no, you don't hear a lot of that. Not a lot of that. Don't hear a lot of, uh, you know, the, the Sox talk 
No. When you're even in the box. No. Except, you know, except Price, who's a lightning rod. Oh, my God. People, People like talking about Price. I had a fight with a guy about Price Did last you? night. The game got, got ugly. Well, I could imagine that. You were rooting against him. We had a buzz him. going. I was loudly rooting against him. That's, that's true. That's right. Yes. You had the beer muscles. I did. <laughs> going. I was feeling pretty strong. I was doing the old thing. Like I would do Fox I'd get in the guy's face and be like, hey, you want some of this? <laughs> so you didn't see Sean. I assume you didn't see the boss, any of the bosses. Uh, I saw a program director. You did. Nope. The other boss who the program director told me. Did he finish the beer? Yes. The program director told me that the, his boss doesn't talk to me because his boss thinks I hate him. To which I said, "I'm confused." Wait, to which Joey's boss here, yep, Hannon said that Joey's like, "Yeah, he, he never talks to you. You guys don't want to talk because Hannon thinks that you hate him. That's his. That's his take on it." I don't know why you get that impression. I replied, "That sounds accurate to me." <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. He's been listening. That's good. Yeah. Oh, he listen. Oh, he's a P one now. I would say that. Yeah. yeah. Does he I get mean, up early? He likes the other guys better. He's trying to recruit them, as we right. remember. But yeah, bidding war. Yes. Two years. We've got two years, Kirky. So let's. Uh, Might as well enjoy him, right? Yeah. Do our best. Let's have as much fun as we can. But it was do great. our best. I'm getting fired. People are great. There was a, there was a, a common theme as well among these people who like our show, listen to our show, and get badgered by people that they they were laughing at this person last well, night. We, which we was commend good. them. We, we, we appreciate that. We yep. thank them for standing strong. Unfortunately, uh, everyone's not as strong. Everyone's not nope. as loyal. But, but more, uh, but, but more are than are not, which is good. sure. Yeah, many, many more. Many. It was more. a beautiful night in America's oldest and be- most beautiful ballpark. Did you meet any lawyers? The- uh, I spoke to a few lawyers. I did speak to a few lawyers yesterday. Yes, I did. But yeah, it was it was good time. Great time. Yeah. Oh, you great. going back again tonight? Got to see Bradford, which was always good. Uh, they were all excited because Drellick had his book signing last night. He did was he? At, uh, he was at that bookstore in Acton that a retired sabermetrician bought, and is evidently the size of Meter's booth. This bookstore, a retired oh, sabermetrician. Yes. So he was a working sabermetrician before he retired. I'm not really sure. I didn't want to get too much in the detail. Bill James. Of that. It was not Bill James. So uh, yeah. So so he was there last night. I'm oh. sorry, he was he had his book signing last night. We should try to find out how that went. I'm going to guess not well. Good find no. Rob said he's going to find the reality of book signings pretty quick, which is that nobody goes to them. Nobody. Oh, they do if your book well, is a If big you're Dan Brown, they do. But if you're Evan Drellick, they don't. <laughs> no. out. Although, you know, Drellick's such a weirdo, people might want to meet him. That's true. Yeah, you that's know? true. But not, that's the other boring. thing. Yeah. You go up there and all the media people were like, you know, I want to... See Rob from it, and all the couple of guys were like, Drellick sucked the other day. They all hate Drellick, and all jealousies on. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't see your guy, though. How do you know? I don't. I've never even guy? met him. Who? Chris Mason? Oh, oh. He, put it this way, he didn't, he didn't say anything to me. I don't know. He was probably there. Yeah, probably. I mean, I wouldn't even know if I saw him. It's a sad scene in that media dining room, though. It's like Gary <laughs> Thorne walking around with a big belly. And it's, Bradford it's always and it's a sad place. It is a depressing it's, place. It's people. It looks like an insane asylum almost when you walk in. Right. Like, it's, it's just a bunch of crazy. There's nobody there. It was a normal Tremendous life. diversity. Nobody well-adjusted. Yeah. Right. Still living right in there. Idaho? My guys, and the people like that who working last night. I, I didn't. I don't know. Oh. These people. Live, by the way, I will say Bradford was having a salad and water. Salad with water. Was there any dressing yes. on the salad? No, there was not. Jeez, well, he still looks. He's a fanatic. He's at the point now where he's, he's he might want to put on a couple of pounds. Does he? Is he ever going to eat again? I mean, he's going to just waste question. away to nothing. It's a great question. I don't know. And I, I don't think he's angry at me anymore. I think that passed. Oh, really? Good. That's How good. about his wife? I, that I don't know. I don't know that. Jen. <laughs> I would there. <laughs> she she mad at you? No, he said to uh, so that's good. That's encouraging. <laughs> There's that. All right. Well, everybody's <laughs> everyone's happy with David Price. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I get the sense of you know. Yeah. Well, fun. what more could the guy do? Would you want a shutout? Yeah. Pitch, yeah. Pitch, like pitch, give that the home run to Machado in the ninth against the Yankees. Jesus, maybe. finish or, it or pitch well in October. Well, I, I These think games he, don't mean anything. He said Sox he's going fans. to pitch, take every turn the rest of the way. You believe that? Um, it's a good question because I don't think he's hurt. Um, so, so it's his call. It's not like 
you know, you, not like he was legitimately hurt. He might be hurt again. See, Price can't win. He's very it's, durable. And it's his own fault. But when he has starts like this, people say, so what? Shrug their shoulders. In right. May, it's against the Orioles who are on their way to lose 100 games. Right. He reminds bad. you of how good he can be. Right. So when he gives up seven runs in October or gets pounded by the Yankees in the big spot, they're going to look at this game and they're going to think less of him. Right. Nothing matters win, until but it, October. But it's, it, is, it is indeed his own fault that he can't win. No question. I mean, now, but he has to appear to be. You know, determined. He has. He can't be begging on his starts. He can't mention in his DNA tunnel. to be a baby, though. He can't mention his tingly fingers. He can't. Uh, that cannot come up again. Yeah, where was the adversity last night, Jerry? Though there was none. He dominated right. that lineup. So when it shows up, and my no, big I, takeaway, I agree. He he shows you what he can do, and and he becomes even more uh, polarizing. You joked right, about yes, exactly. Well, incredibly you, so. You joked about uh, the the Abraham column today. That was my takeaway: is that during all his struggles, Pete Abraham, who's the Beat writer for the Red Sox for the, the biggest paper in town. Never wrote about the trouble. Yeah, never wrote about beat writer okay. for the Red Sox. Never wrote any of that. And then the minute he pitches well, it's a big story about David Price and how happy he is and his kid. And when he struggled, there was nothing for months. When this guy struggled, there was nothing from. What Pete do you mean Abraham. nothing? But when, when during his struggles, he was one guy You're who did not me, really. Pete cover Abraham the never wrote about it. Go back and look. Go back I, and look I, at do the. I have to? Yes. I'm not going to. And I would, I, I, I would say t- t- today's column was much more, uh, he seemed more into almost like he was rooting for well, him. Well, he's, he's Almost guy. like he was rooting for him? Yes. He's rooting for him. He's yes. the one who called the, the, the fan a clansman. Our guy we had on. We did it again last night. If you look at the tweets back and forth, people are I don't critical. do that either, Mike. You're going to have to fill me in. I did. He called so, the face and he told a fan to just enjoy the game and stop being a crank. Oh, shut up, Talk about David Price. That's what I mean. I, he, he Pete, Pete Abraham. Like crazy. Oh, Pete Abraham's Pete not Abraham. cranky at all. Pete Abraham is so out of touch. He's, Only 7% of people are on Twitter. That's wrong. But he's so out of touch. Every Red Sox fan is a crank. There's no. There's really no people who live their lives like, you know, Rochi. He's, he's rare. I shouldn't say no. There's very few who do. Most fans are cranky. They, that's part of the yeah. So Red, Red Sox fan with a Boston Strong uh, thing on his Twitter. Uh, it isn't the Yankees. Maybe someday we'll see him step it up and take the ball against New York. Ooh, Pete Abraham sounds like a clan. He has actually faced them twelve times more than any other oh, team in Jesus. his career. Facts: the enemy of stupid. This guy's firing he calls back. Him at, stupid. At, some of the Yankees. He's talking about. What's no. he saying? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Okay, so a Red Sox fan tweeted attention. to him, basically going, saying, "Going through BS tweets as well." Go he's ahead. basically saying, oh, "Let's see him do it against the Yankees." And Abraham said he's actually faced them twelve times more than any other team in his career. Facts, comma, oh, the a, enemy of stupid. That's he's unbelievable. Been the, he's been the AL East almost his whole career. <laughs> Meanwhile, this year he begged out once and pitched an inning. That's uh, unbelievable. One this time. fan is perfectly reasonable. Yes, I know. he says just what Kirk said, just what everybody said. Every fan is thinking. Watching by the way, last night, and, and by the way, what everyone in the in the press box is thinking too, watching the game. Right. So all the people around Pete Abe. Including, by the way, probably Pete A. Privately. And, and Pete he's A. 13 and 30. He's making progress. He didn't call him a, a Klansman. Oh, he, called him a crank. he called him stupid. And he called him a crank. So the, if you think week. Price has to prove it against New York, you're stupid. Yes. Or if you, spell like if you question spells it, it you're, you're being a crank and not enjoying the game. No, it's S-T. Fact you know what? Pete Abes, I know you work for the Red Sox, but the beat guy is supposed to be a crank. So That's I'm here with Pete Abrams. Supposed to be a critic. He's supposed to be skeptical. He's not supposed to be a total fanboy also who wears the same socks as his hero. <laughs> it's also a perfectly Sneaker. legitimate criticism to have of Price. I mean, it's what every human being is thinking watching That's that game That's what a beat guy night. is supposed to think. I'm, watch, I'm in there last night. There are fans in there who are saying the same thing. Great. Let's see what happens in the playoffs. Let's see what happens against the Yankees. Nobody thinks the Orioles are so bad it's unbelievable. Another tweet last night, uh, Pete Abe said that David Price had gone five scoreless innings. A person replies, let's see him man up against a real team. Pete Abe then says, man up, says a guy who won't use his actual name on Twitter. And then Jesus. He does this, this a, man, a, muscle, a muscle emoji, yeah. that one, yeah. Jesus. This guy's a child.
He's like, what, 45-year-old you know, beat guy, and he's fighting with fans who just want to see Price do it in a big game. Beat's the perfect word because that's what he friggin' goes home and does to his, to his <laughs> Price pictures. And this, you know, the time he touched his shirt, the shirt he stole. The sock that was there that time. You think he's going to get a little car, a little Mercedes, just like Xavier? <laughs> won't, be, yes. won't be a little car. <laughs> Will not be a well, little you know, car. He wants to have all the things like his buddy David. He probably makes up DP. a family, David. Yeah, my son too, little Pete. I'm going to get him one for his birthday. <laughs> he's the same birthday as, as Xavier does. <laughs> Where do you buy that? You think your dog Astro too? That's so weird. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> He's a beast. This, this goddamn carpal tunnel, David. I, what, what can I do? Yeah. Probably hey, buddy, in, I carpal tunnel, He came too. in with that strap, that brace thing that Ordway has. Right. See, David, I have carpal tunnel, too. One of the Is beat guys, one of the beat guys who asked not to be named, told me that a couple of days ago, Price put a big carpal tunnel exercise uh, uh Show on in the media in front of all the media, like it is. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, I believe it. He was doing the whole thing in the in the locker room, you know, just for like an hour. Oh, I thought you meant it was like a video. <clears throat> oh, did, no, 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 did anyone write today that maybe he stopped playing video games for a week and now his wrist is feeling better and he pitched well? Anyone suggest that might have been part of the reason why? Who's he, he pitched against these two starts? Uh, Baltimore and Toronto. Yeah, I mean Toronto and at terrible. Toronto where he he's always yeah, been good. Yeah, yeah, let's see. When's he have, when does he have a tough start? Do we find the next price start that matters? And by the way, the next price start that matters is in freaking October anyway, but give me the next regular season start that qualifies. Just look at Baltimore. That's a tough, tough team. Maybe Houston early June. Second worst um, hitting team in American League. They're, as a team, they're hitting 232. That's not good. Their OBP is 296 as a team. It does feel um, a lot better than it did, you know, 10, 12 days ago, whenever it happens. So uh, we'll stay on top of it. The worst well. team. Uh, on base percentage in the league, so you're right. I mean, the one guy they got took them deep. They're on pace to win. How many ruined games? everything? They're 13 and 30. That's what Baltimore is. Yes. yes. Did they? We they know have not. The last time they won, we know they were going to be that bad. Yeah, Ken's right. Astros uh, first weekend. In the last time they won a road game was April Houston. April 8th. You're kidding. April 8th. April 8th. Yeah, I had the media guy last night. They, yeah, I was there. Wow. Grounded the game notes. They have, this, they have the second worst record in baseball, correct? They must. Behind uh, Chicago, yeah. yes. On pace for 49 wins. <laughs> Big win. Big win. 49 so, wins? So, see? So, so people, 13 losses? So, and people so were so buzzing fans, the ballpark, Manny Machado being traded. We brought up on the broadcast two nights ago. You could hear it. Like, you could hear the. If you, yes. Because I was up a little higher. You could see the buzz, like almost like the wave people are just talking about. It. Yeah. So, so fans who are skeptical, who think it doesn't really, don't put a lot of weight in a game against this pathetic Orioles lineup. They're stupid. You're a crank. You're stupid. You're a crank. You're, you're muscle Did he emoji. call anybody a racist? Uh, check, I don't think so. Last time. I'll keep looking. He goes, he goes better than that, though. He calls you a Klansman. Klansman, yeah, right. Yeah. You're, you're a grand dragon. <laughs> right. If you think David Price has to do it on a bigger stage than this one last The time. piling on of Price has been excessive. Right. Oh, another guy. Dan, Dan's Price right. defended. Dan's right. Dan, Dan's always there to did defend Dan Price Dan and Abraham. Price? He did not. No, he did. No. Jacob Stan took the day off. Wow. I, did I didn't see him. That'll there. be in his big uh, emptying out the drawer column this weekend. He wasn't slot. I mean, he wasn't at the uh, at the BMC club. Another Pinot Noir uh, barkeep. Tara sense. Sullivan wrote. It was her day. And you don't you want to write the same day she writes because, you know, all the focus is on her. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, as a kid you're waiting for, I don't know, like I used to wait for that Sports Illustrated to come on Thursday afternoon at the, the, the mailbox. I'd run down there and keep checking. That's just like for Tara Sullivan now. You're waiting. Right, is, right. is this was, a Tara Sullivan? Was that way for when I was a kid for Ray Fitzgerald? Sure. In the Globe. There should be a Twitter account. One of, those, like, one of those ones where it's like, you know, is this a Tara Sullivan day? Yes. yes. No. Yes. That's no. a good I'd point. That site. Yeah. Does she have a day, like certain days she writes? Huh. Those are big days. Yeah, they're called great days. That's what I, I, don't, I don't have the paper, so I can't read that lead. Try to figure it out.
What do you, what, did, did, you, did you take the, the no, globe? I gave it back to you. I don't have the globe. I, I give it back it. to you. All right, we'll go over here and we get back. 617-779-7937. Speaking of uh, writers of the female persuasion, uh, our good friend Charlotte Wilder, well, obviously not your friend after you tried to you know, harass her right. in Houston, which was not a good moment for you. You no. regret it. You went away. You had no. treatment. You're a better man and, now. And I, I could tie this in with another big story. Sure. Uh, the uh, Reuben Foster story. Yes. This is big, big deal. And sure. it's a, I think it's a, uh, it's an object lesson. It's a warning for all of us to not jump to conclusions. Um, we always and, jump to conclusions. And, Why would we not? Um, you want to tell us to pump the brakes? To pump the brakes? Yeah, we have to pump the brakes. Yeah, have have to pump the no, brakes. no I'm, I'm tying it in to Charlotte Wilder, who lied about us. I'm not sure. I know she lied about me. I can't speak for who you were that night. Yes, you can. I don't know. Maybe what? you were there at 2 in the morning okay. in Houston having a couple you, of drinks. Do you trust me? Look me in the eye. Yeah. Or I can look you in the eye and say I wasn't there at midnight buying her drinks. <laughs> she <laughs> lied about us, and it's just look so, it's just, you know, no big deal. She gets away say with whatever. Yeah. She doesn't apologize. She doesn't clarify. It's just like, I'll say she this. can she lie about us. terrible writer. She sure is. Oh, and, my God. And, and she's writing for Sports Illustrated. Which yeah, but I, that's not what it used to be. I'm not sure she's a, like a full-timer. They might have just said, uh, yeah, send something in. We'll, we'll give you 100 bucks. All right, we'll get to that and more when we get back. You've punched below people your entire when? career. When? when? Charlotte Wilder. You know, I talk to people all over the state. She's a woman. That's the factor in it. Charlotte Wilder is a staff writer at Boston.com, where she covers a wide range of topics from the beauty of northern New England up-and-coming media personalities such as Fox Sports' Katie Nolan. Charlotte was kind enough to come on the show this week. What is that <laughs> voice? What's that again? What Remind that? us. What is that voice? What is he doing there? What is that from? That's old Reamer. I don't know. I, is that I, from, oh, is I need that, that again. Is that pre-EI Reamer? It must be. Yes. Must be. What's the podcast? Charlotte is that a podcast? I wasn't ready for that. We, we had that again. podcast, yes. Let me hear that again. I, I what was that? I don't want him back. Wilder is a staff writer at Boston.com where she covers a wide range of topics from the beauty of northern New England to up-and-coming media personalities such as Fox Sports' Katie Nolan. Charlotte's <laughs> kind enough to come on the show this week. Can we get Charlotte Wilder's profile, profile at Katie Nolan, please? What please, got to read Charlotte Wilder's profile at Katie Nolan. So here's what Charlotte Wilder, I don't even remember what so, 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 this. But even before that, so it all started because she's the one who wrote the, the completely fabricated the thing, Susan Pease story. Susan Pease and the Remember people in Lincoln. Snow with the who, Trump oh, I can't even watch the game. Who right, bailed. Right. These were alleged Patriots fans. What was the it? Lincoln six, six or eight of them? The Lincoln Six. six. Yeah. The Lincoln Six. Six My Patriot story fans. Of 2017, was it? In Lincoln, who bailed on the Patriots, who no longer watched them on Sundays because right. Brady had a hat in his locker. Right. Hat tip Susan Pease. Right. right. It was totally. It was, it was and we, Kevin Cullen-ish. I mean, we we did we did eviscerate her. Ooh, and I believe one of the key points was that she saw a still saw was it a, a Obama sign right. on someone's That's lawn right. still? And we're right. like, no, nope, no, nope, there are no signs. No, also that. that she also it was snowing on Christmas Eve. It was yep. not snowing right. on Christmas. It was all like, kinds uh, of flaws. And in like, the story. like we had Chad for that Chad from the podcast because he defended her, of course. And right. That's his girl. Like, he's like, what does it matter? It's just, people make mistakes in stories. I'm like, you're working That's, at the right. You are working at the right place. I think that's the. The motto of the Boston Globe, you know, the, the New York Times has all the news fit to print. The Patriots have a Trump. The Boston Globe, yeah. under the head, head, you know, front page, it says, uh, what's it matter? People make mistakes. <laughs> February 5th, 2017. The Patriots have a Trump problem. I'll just give you the first sentence. The Clinton-Kane signs were still up on Clinton the afternoon Kane. of December 24th, <laughs> snagging, a sagging in the snow like tombstones of hope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this chick works for them. For SI? Mm-hmm. SI now, yeah. I got to find this. It, it is great, though. It's, it is a great story. So she talks to all her little rich friends in Lincoln who hate Trump and can't watch the Patriots anymore. She talks to three people, basically, right? Wasn't that what it was? Right. 
Were they? Did they give their last names, or were they? Because this is a, another globe trick. Oh, Just, Susan! But they give you Susan yeah, P. Susan P's. Who got it on Twitter? Right. That was the only last name I believe that was in the story. Uh, I was at the neighborhood party in Lincoln a few days before Christmas, <laughs> talking to the parents of several friends I grew up with. They asked about my job, so the conversation turned to sports, and then naturally to the Patriots, and then naturally to Trump. Oh, Susan Peace won't even watch anymore, <laughs> my friend's mom said. She used to watch every Sunday with her family, and now she just can't do it. That's it. That's, that, that is that's the my, that's my story. favorite quote. A that, random what year 70, was that? Uh, yeah. 2017. That a random whole, oh, Susan Peace won't even watch, watch anymore. anymore. The whole theme is just totally fabricated. The whole theme is made up like there's Patriots fans who once Brady had that hat in his locker said, no more. I've rooted for this team my whole life, but I can't do it anymore. A couple paragraphs down from where Kirk was just reading, she says that over the course of reporting for this story, I received countless right. emails and fa- Facebook messages from people telling me how disappointed they are in the team because of their relationship <laughs> with Trump. And we countless. asked her, we said simply, can you provide those emails? Now, if you post something like that on Facebook, you'll get comments. I, I don't doubt that. It's for Facebook. But, so people just randomly send you Countless emails. Countless. Can I talk to people all sh- over you, the state? Can you give the shot? Maybe count them. Hold on. Can we can you we hear, hear this? And I talk to people all over the state. So you know, I guess we were critical of her. I guess I don't really remember. Oh, we we savaged her. Okay, we savaged her. But I mean, again, I would say as I would always say, she she played the woman card right away. And all I would say to her is. Uh, we're the least sexist show in America because we would, if a guy were the same thing, we'd kill him the right, same way. Right. And, so what and, do you want? And, and then what you do you have, want, Charlotte? Then you have people like Chad who say, hey, we all make mistakes. Would he have said that if, I don't know, one of us wrote this? I would say probably not. And uh, and had, you know, snow when it didn't snow or a sign that didn't exist or, you know, made up people, uh, made up emails. This is Q&A. Of course, she was writing for The Globe at the time, Boston.com. A Q&A with Katie Nolan, the fiery host of Garbage Time. It's Katie Nolan, of course, like in a bar having a beer because oh, you know, she's, she likes beer. She doesn't even care. Right, really. right. I'm, how do I look? How does my hair look today? If, what would you look at the, act, the picture is actually of her like drinking a beer. It's like me last night. Right. They're asking her all these questions and like, what would your, uh, what would your baseball walk-up song be? If you could move back to Boston, where would you live? Hot dogs or hamburgers? What do your parents are you call the, you? Are you the next Bill Simmons <laughs> When you were little, what did you want to be? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Shut up. So, anyway, she goes on Twitter about a year ago. Oh, hot dog or hamburger? Her answer is usually both. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah she eats whatever she, she wants. Guys, girl. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, she, uh, she tweets out Charlotte Wilder. Kirk and Callahan are muted on Twitter and blocked an email, so let them try. Then somebody responds, and she says, They found me in the bar at Houston at 12.30 a.m. and tried to buy me drinks from across the room. Creepy AF. That is unbelievable. And that was Facebook, yes. by the way. That's oh, it is okay. Yes. Sorry, just a total lie, just completely made up. And, and you know what? She doesn't even care. Obviously, no, it doesn't you know, matter. Our show was at five a.m. at the Super Bowl. We were getting up at whatever four a.m. Yeah, and she's accusing us of trying to buy her drinks, which is creepy as f. Um, uh, at twelve thirty, completely made up. We weren't there, and, and we oh. would never be there. Right, and you know we're married. I don't care. I mean, I, no one believes her, but. But you do that, and you don't want to talk about playing the woman card. You just make it up, and nobody cares. Well, again, flip flip the switch. Right. Let's just say that we said, "Hey, she was she was coming on." She was wasted. Bar. Yeah, she tried to make out. Right. She'd, she'd go nuts. Yes. Right, so it'd be a huge right. story. It'd yes. be this massive yep. story, and we get in trouble. But right. she just does it, throws out their lies, and, and there's no repercussions. But anyway, she's a hideously, she's a terrible writer, awful writer. She proves it again today or yesterday. America with, and she's at Sports Illustrated. Which is all you need to know about that rag now. 
America would love these Celtics if they weren't from Boston. So, we, again, do we even need to go through it? It's, it's a dumb story. Where tired. We're title town USA, and everyone's sick they of us. We don't deserve us. this team. Right. She, oh, she, she talks I'm, about some Christmas card or something. I don't even know what the hell she's writing about. She, it's a terrible she said, goddamn we're, we're, writer. <laughs> we're like it's that long, family. Too. It's not even bad and short. It's bad yeah, and right? long. It's long, and it's it's a tired thing. I remember she was, she was pitching us to me when she had her tongue in my ear at Houston when she was hitting on me. <laughs> oh, really? Right. Oh, my God. It was right. unbelievable. Yeah, this, it was weird. She was, like, she was she sitting was like, between us at the right. bar, and she was rubbing my leg. Right. She's like, room 412, just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, actually, it didn't happen, but we can lie about that, right? Oh, look, you forgot your key. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, it's, do, can we tell those lies as well? Is that okay? Sure. Okay, Why not? Yeah, we'll do that. Why not? But but this this idea that, you know, the Celtics, everyone would love them except, you know, they're the Celtics. From Boston. It's, just, win it's just so weak. It's so and for the past 15 years or so, Boston has been the sports equivalent of a perfect family. You know the ones I'm talking about. They send out that obnoxious holiday card printed on thick, fancy paper that's softer than your bedsheet. That's what you do. That costs the more than your do. yearly cell phone bill. What? And the photos, everyone's outfits are perfectly coordinated. As though they've stepped out of an Instagram ad for how to be attractive and okay, also enough successful. enough with the analogy. <laughs> let's get to, let's, can we get to the chorus here? We get the point. No, that's, that is writing in 2018. The funny analogies that make you seem young and hip. That's the how card people write. I understand, but it's, no, it's oh, we're, we're not done yet. a little long. We're not done yet. Long. The laughing and smiling at the camera because everything is perfect and winning is so much fun. The card includes a too long letter about how well everyone's doing. The whole family took a trip to watch this. Okay, we got gotcha. you. What do you mean? You don't get it? Jesus. Keep going. This is right. where I say, this is, is there an editor for this, or you just get to post this yourself as an author? You probably hate all the city's teams. The Red Sox have become somewhat villainous. Three World Series in 15 years will do that. Not to brag. She's a fan. Despite Mookie <laughs> Betts' intense likability, the intense city's fans like just make everything worse. We, yes, sorry, I'm one of them, are entitled. And the rest of the country can unanimously agree on we are the worst. This is like from 2000 and like, what, 12, 13? But I mean, it's it, if I'm a reader in like you know Seattle, why am I? Why, we don't want to read this. Uh, you wouldn't. It's not your little blog for you know your six friends. She, she friends. is. She wants to be uh, Bill Simmons. That's what she's trying Next to page. be. Next yes, page. Yes. For six years. The, yes, exactly right. The Sulks have played the part of the scrappy little brother in the corner of the holiday photo, oh, who may God. never get his braces off and hasn't yet <laughs> figured out. What to do with the knees attached to his rapidly growing and unwieldy legs. Oh, Jesus. The paragraph of the letter devoted to him is always very short. Even if you weren't part of the family, you had to admit there's something endearing about him. But this year, the brother grew. Wow. He got rid of the mushroom cut. His voice stopped cracking when he sings Sweet Caroline. And the Celtics began to seem like they might be going places. <sighs> you know, she, she has friends in the business. I think it's time for, you know, the I have a friend. Pull him aside. Chad, Chad, pull your friend aside and tell her, you know, easy on the analogies. You know? When next year's holiday card comes in the mail, she closes, the little brother will no longer be gangly and adorable. Even though he'll wear Gronk jerseys to parties, he'll still somehow manage to be the guy your girlfriend told you not to worry about. The Celtics will be as perfect and infuriating as the rest of the family, and if you aren't related, you will probably hate them. You already might. God. First of all, does anybody in America hate the Celtics team? I don't think so. There's nothing hateable about them. I mean, because they're from Boston, where the Patriots are from? Yes. Right. Yeah, you're and supposed the Red to Sox hate them. The, I mean, if they play the Warriors, a great majority of America will be rooting for them. They want a series. I would say most, I would say most people. Anything America's, related to Boston sports is unlovable for most of this country. Who do you think most, who do you think most of America is sick of if you're going to pick one? The Golden State Durant Warriors and the Warriors. Celtics at this yes. point? Right. Yeah, the Warriors. LeBron the Warriors. or the Celtics? Yeah, I mean, that's the right. story. The NBA I don't know about you, but I travel around a lot, and all I hear is how much, pe- how much oh, people hate, hate Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Oh, 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 not as bad him. as the Brad Stevens hate. 
Oh, my well, God. Jalen Brown. But, I mean, it's also racist Boston. They hate Jalen Brown. Oh, that's true. That's oh, true. and Tatum. Oh, my God. Rosier. Right. They're happy they, Kyrie Irving. They so. hate, right. Oh, they hate this team. They hate right. this team. Right. <laughs> Kyrie Irving could never play in Boston. No, he's right. Susan Pease could. likes him, though, because Brad Stevens didn't vote for Trump. Susan Pease is watching again. She is. Yeah, it's good for her. Oh. That is awful. What a terrible writer. The worst, worst writer in America. But, um... The Reuben Foster story. Can we do it when we get back? No, does, just, it doesn't, oh, sure, but, but see, I think... I, doesn't really tie in. It does tie in. Well, yeah. she, she, I wouldn't say what, what if she you, accuses of is similar to what Reuben Foster was accused of. I know, but I'm just saying you can... It amazes me uh, how mm, easily someone can lie. I mean, this, this woman lied uh, and said he did heinous things. And you know what she did? She did this before. She did it, like, uh, to another boyfriend. Right, correct. And why didn't we know that? Why didn't we know that? Well, we, didn't really, well, we didn't really pay a lot of attention to the story. I, 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 I didn't pay a lot of attention to the story, but this this is news. Yeah. I thought he was a vile person. I thought Reuben Foster should have been you know, kicked out of the league. Why don't you tell people what happened? Maybe some people don't know. He was know. accused of domestic violence, beating his girlfriend, spitting on her. Dragging right. her down the stairs. Dragging her down yeah. the stairs. I mean, just vile things. And you said, what an awful human being. He should go to prison. He should be kicked out of the league. And so yesterday, she said, yeah, I made it all up. She made it up. For a second time in seven and years. And she did right. it to another boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, why was he even put through this? It sounds being, very shaky, questionable. But, but that being said, I still, I'm, every time I read the story, I'm going to believe that they're guilty, though. This doesn't change my mind. It, it should I mean, not Greg, change your mind. But read the Greg Hardy story. You're going to think of that. You read a story like that next week, you're going to think, well, no, she may, but she, may she be lying. I don't know what punishment would have been would have been fit for him, but she should face that. At least she should be going to prison. Of course. I mean, she attempted... To ruin his life. Yes. Which was her goal. Defamation's a horrendous thing. It is. I hope she can find a lawyer. I mean, he not, can find a good lawyer. To find, yeah. But I'm sure she doesn't have a lot to sue for, right? She's <laughs> not like an NFL player. No, but if, I were him, I would, if, if I were him and she's in fact now telling the truth, I would ruin her life. It's incredible. I mean, the, when you read the details of this, that she made it all up because she wanted to hurt him. He broke up with her. And she made it. And I... You know, I believed it, and you believed it. Of course. The headlines made it seem like he was a bad guy. You said, is she going to go to jail? She said she admitted yesterday in court. She she said she did. She went to jail in 2011 for the exact same thing. thing. (laughs) So she probably faces jail time again, a false accusation. That that being said, I guarantee you there were writers who knew that and chose not to write it because it makes her look bad. I didn't didn't follow the stories. I have no doubt in my mind that happened. But in in San Francisco, it was a big story. I don't think any of this was brought up. Do you doubt that? What? The writers knew? That they, um, well, they knew they were afraid to write. I, certainly I, prosecutors I, I almost knew. don't blame them because they're afraid to write that because if they do, they right. look like they're beating up on the victim. Right. I, I almost understand it. Right. Yeah. They probably did. They should have. I, mean, I mean, it seems pretty simple, right? If you're right. doing any legwork on the case. So a few years ago, she did the same thing to yeah. another boyfriend. Yeah. That should have been in the lead of every story. Reuben Foster's being accused by a woman who has falsely accused boyfriends in the past. An attempt to end him. That was the... And she, uh, sure, she, you know... She would have. And when you read the charges, you say, he's, it's over. Yeah. He's never going to play in the league. His life is over. He's going to prison. And he walked out of court yesterday, free man, no, no charges. And again, I don't know when this happened, but the this, this story we're looking at today suggests that the passerby who called 911 for this woman, who was called 911, she hung up twice, went to the street, asked a person driving by said under oath that the, she looked very calm and didn't have injuries. Did we read that in the first story, that when she called 911, she had no. no sign of injuries? No. I just saw the headline, Reuben Foster drags girlfriend downstairs or faces assault. Right, right. It's just incredible. What happened to Uncle Dino's tweet? He tweeted, <laughs> so he, he tweeted uh, at Wilder Things, at Charles Wilder, Hello, Charlotte. How are you? Attaches my Christmas card. Which Boston <laughs> sports team am I? It's all of us. <laughs> Me, you, How Dino. How do you Ken. do that? Look at Dino. My, I have that sweater. Passed out mutt. 
That is, how do you do that that quickly? I don't know. I got to retweet. That's funny. We got to hire the guy. He's the best. We do. We should hire him. Absolutely. They but get, yeah, but I do think that the, they get work for like 27000 a year. No, no issue. I do think that the Me Too era is awesome. It's great. Ronan Farrow started. Awesome. I'm glad to see all these guys go down. I hope it happens every day, and I hope they're guilty. In that, though, now becomes right. this other thing, which is going to happen occasionally, not often occasionally, something like this where people are going to be afraid to make the case for the other side. Right. And and you say, this is a very serious crime. we got to take it as seriously as we take you know the, the yeah. accusations. Right. I mean, this this is unbelievable what this woman tried to do. Fortunately, she didn't get away with it for a second time. <laughs> a second time. Now, I, I'm sure Foster's attorneys knew, like, we're going to get her. I mean, during the process. because right. they, knew, was... they knew a long time ago. Right. So they just I mean, waited. It's like they're going to you know, announce it, but they knew. They knew a long time ago. And I guess Foster, can, uh, you know, he the, the 49ers, just take him back today. Right. right. He walks back in the locker room. You have room. to, right? Of course. Of course, yeah. Although, who knows what could tell, but and I don't think says, for sure. Right. Everyone says, sorry. Ruben, hey, Rube. You know, I, 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 I always believed you. Yeah, <laughs> I knew she was lying. All right, 617-779-7937. I think the big question has to be asked next. Dale started the show with it yesterday. Is it, is it, uh, what is it? Is it Kindly or Lindley or whatever the hell that thing Dale started the show with? Yanni or Laurel? Yanni, Yanni or Laurel. Oh, God, I hate this. What are you talking about? It's a great topic. Oh, please don't make me do this. Dale started the show with it yesterday. Uh, we, we always give them advice. That's in his way giving us advice. I think should... it's time. We've been on, it's almost an hour into the show. We haven't talked about the royal wedding. We have an answer. Who is walking Megan, my girl Megan, down the yes, aisle? Well, Curtis. And I, I have changed my, I flipped. I'm on your side. I love Megan. I love the way she looks. Um, but I'm with you. She sucks. She does. She's awful. I've she's she's for she, weeks. I know. I know you're right. And no use for her. None. All right. That and more. Yes. Laurel or Yanni definitely will take calls no, as God, well. No. no. Good. Good. Absolutely. I, no. I haven't listened to it yet. So I you haven't heard it? No. Kate, no. Kate, Kate, Kate played I've, from me yesterday. We had divergent takes on it. Oof. I've blocked my ears every time I've heard anyone talk about it. I don't want to do it. They all started the show. It was a good take. I know. I changed the station. <laughs> right back. I know. You're really upset about this. You think there's something wrong with you? I'm, I'm a little worried that there is. Or you know something's wrong with well, you. Could okay, there could be that too. Yes. But, I mean, at first yes, I thought of this is stupid. It's like the dress thing. You know, it's stupid. What dress? And oh, I, it's and stupid. I, it's fun. It's a fun stupid. Know, Rich, like, oh relax. God. Rich, relax. 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 <clears throat> Kate and I did this yesterday. I'll admit that you wanted to play, and we had we had, we heard different things. I heard Laurel. She heard Yanni. Okay. Oh, we're playing it, and you're gonna you're gonna tell me what you hear. You're gonna. I saw Prez tweeting about this. I've yeah, not heard. heard if we're doing Chris, yeah. Chris Mason, we're doing this. Sorry, this is, this is you can <laughs> walk out if you want. We're gonna play. Not done this. this? The, I avoided oh, that. We're brown, getting calls on this. Good. I avoided good. that freaking brown dress for like a month. I refused. I didn't look at it. I averted my eyes. I have a daughter now who's eleven, who's in the middle of it, so she played it for me. You're special. Well, I'm a great dad. Do we have the sound? Go ahead. Let me hear. Let me hear what you what you hear. Laurel. What'd you hear? Is that Dale? It can't be the audio the whole country is listening to. It is. Oh, it's stupid. Of course it's Yanni, Yanni, Yanni. That's all I hear. I'm with with the Keith man. I hear Laurel. Yeah, me too. I just heard Laurel. You heard Laurel? Yeah. Okay. I don't even understand it. How was even the conversation? I don't get it. You heard Laurel? Every time. Ken? Laurel. Definitely Laurel. I don't even get it. These guys saying Laurel. You said your daughter heard Yanni. Yes. I right, call him, 617-779-7937. The White if House. If you heard Yanni, I want you to tell me you heard somebody say a word, Yanni. The White House did a really, well, I should say, it did it funny. No, it Humorous. No, it I, I, I thought it was funny. You, if they were, if it was the same administration that was Democrats who did it, you would not think it was funny. Well, I thought it would be a disaster. <laughs> That's I, your way of saying I'm yes. flipped on <laughs> Trump. Say no. That's all I want I, you to say I flipped no. on Trump, too, by the way. I'm, I no longer, uh, I'm with you on this one. He's smart as hell. He's brilliant. 
You could call him a dummy. He's brilliant. This oh, thing uh, about the right. MS-13. He's not book smart, but he's, but he's this thing about, about this calling morning. the MS-13 animals brilliant. I've never seen someone expose the, their enemies like he did with this. Right. But, oh, it's but it was. It's a. This is why he won two years ago, right. and a half ago. And, and I'm uh, yesterday was the first day I was convinced he's going to win again. I've been saying it the whole time. I know you have. Yeah, who, yeah. Like I always ask the question: Who who voted? You're trying to move away from. I'm not going to play it again. Don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm play it. Play it. I'm just trying Laurel, to kill time here. Laurel. Thank you asked for phone calls. Laurel. We got three I'm trying to kill before. time before, <laughs> before the calls come in. Before we have an eight-minute delay. <laughs> I always ask this question. You voted for Trump. You voted for Trump. And, you're, and I would say you're almost more moderate, Trump. Like, you voted for Trump sort of with some – you weren't thrilled about it. Right, with some who, trepidation. Who voted for Trump a year and a half ago? Who's not going to vote for him now? And, and no I, one. Who's, you know, who's but, the other option? But here's what I did. Options. What, I voted for Republicans? Yeah, I mean, I mean in, from a from Democrat – if you're – there's no Democratic. You're saying you're right saying now. if you're you're yes. saying if you're a moderate. If you thought you know what Trump. I've hated Trump so far. What's my other? Op- okay, it's right. Ooh. I voted Liz against Warren? Hillary Clinton. You voted for. I voted against her. If you think of it that way, he's even more. He's going to be even more popular because I'm voting against all these people. I'm voting against Liz Warren and yeah, Lawrence O'Donnell, and I'm voting against Andrea Mitchell. All these Andrea Mitchell, Boston and, Globe, and Chelsea Heimler, Boston Globe, and Washington Post. I'm voting against that whole Trump's vile the, Trump's, resistance. Trump's the first person to do this well. It's what Bernard Goldberg right. wrote, whatever, 18 years ago, and and he's the first person to tap into it. That the media right. is by uh, Fox News, obviously, has made a great living off it. But this is this is what this is. This is a great this is a great thing for Trump. This reaction. I, I was surprised the Republicans were upset about. It. They shouldn't be. It's great. That's why you're going to win again. This this issue. I mean, here's what a lot of people said and tweeted: Go for it, Democrats. Chuck Schumer. Go for it. Run. Thank you. <laughs> on MS13 aren't that bad. That's that's a good plan, uh, plank. Tremendous. Well, that's a good selling point. And run, even run on this. Well, run on Hamas. You know, you spent the first you know last week defending Hamas. This week you defend MS13. Good plan. It's such a bad play, but this is what happens when you have the derangement syndrome. You hate the right. guy, and he gets in your head. You should have just on that one. There are so many actual things you can kill Trump about. Why pick a fake one? It's, it's not worth it's, it. It's, it's not worth so it. good. It's easy to understand. There's audio. You know, there's tweets. It's it's perfect. It's a perfect issue for Trump. I can't help but think he thought it up. Thought he can't it lose on it. He can't you think lose. he just stumbled across it, or you think he thought it through? I think he stumbled across stumbled it. across it. Fake news media had called me, had me calling immigrants or illegal immigrants animals. Wrong. They were begrudgingly forced to withdraw their stories. I referred to MS-13 gang members as animals. A big difference, and so true. Fake news got it purposely wrong, as usual. He's one hundred percent right. They, right. Some of them apologized the yesterday and and issued clarifications. I don't know if it was the New York Times or Washington Post. One of them. Apologized to him, which is amazing. They apologized to Donald J. Trump for uh, mischaracterizing his words, which they did on purpose. He's one hundred percent right. Thousand percent. It right. was brilliant. It's the guy's brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant. he's going to win again. Yeah, and and things like this just work out. Like he's not going to get the Nobel Prize, which is better than getting it. Much better. Much better. <laughs> Much it's better. It's like look at these elitist, pompous a holes who gave it to. You know, they gave it to Obama because he tied his shoes. You know, and they're going to not give it to Trump. The day they start doing that stuff for Trump's a bad day for him. Right. It's a bad day. Right. But, and and so, so far, other than, you know, the wall, he seems to be keeping his promises, which is good. Well, it's and unusual. I, and I also think, obviously, like John Kasich is talking about doing a, a, running as a Republican against good. him. He'll get killed. Yeah, that's perfect. And the Democrats stink. Right. They, they have nobody. no candidate. That's who you got. Right. Liz Warren or... Bernie Sanders or yeah. Laurel or uh, Laurel? Cory Booker. Yeah, um, I hear Kofefi. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
Jesus. If you missed it, all the White House people say, Laurel Yanni, Laurel Yanni. And then Trump says, I hear Kofefi. Now, the real winner of the whole thing was Marilyn Matlin on Twitter. Did you see that? The deaf woman? Yeah, she tweeted out. She said, "It's I, I, is it Laurel or Yanni? She's like, I don't know. I can't hear bleep. She tweeted out. Oh, uh, really? Said, I didn't see funny. that. Yeah, That's good. Funny. You're like, yeah, it was all over the place. That's good. Um, but is that really it? That's, that is legitimately Play it one more saying. time. Laurel. Is that really it? No, that can't be it. I thought, I thought, thought there was, was some kidding. confusion. No, there's more. Play it. You, got, you have a can? Play it one more time. Jen. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. That, yeah. I, hear, I hear that. I hear uh, Some people hear Den. Confetti. Some people hear Ren. <laughs> you hear Den or Jen. Yeah. I, huh. It doesn't sound That's like more interesting. You, you could ever make a case for Yanni to me. No. Do we know any? So you, you hear Laurel. And the friggin' dress was brown. but The you dress know. was definitely brown. But there's no. But half the people. This is why it's such a divergent story. I guess your I, daughter I Kate really hears five Yanni. People here we all heard What's Laurel. That? She really hears Yanni. That's what she said. Yeah. You know what that means? She's brilliant. Well, she's, she's special. So smart. I don't know if it's a, but but some women hear both, and it's younger people hear both. Is it so split along genders? No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's sort of this weird thing. I, I want again. I want five full lines what for people Dale who hear the and word Keith Yanni, here? and we could have a deep discussion about what it. did Dale seven. See, Dale hears Yanni. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I don't know. He would know better than me. <laughs> supposed to say they hear whatever Dale hears. <laughs> well, Jaffe heard. Uh, Jaffe heard Yanni. <laughs> Dale hears Jaffe. Of course, it's Yanni. Yanni. He said that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It pissed me off. It did sound like Yanni when I was rolling it in a different studio. I don't know. It might be different where the speakers are. Are you guys putting me on, Mutt and me? Are you guys yanking our chains? I still think they're kidding. Yes. No. So clearly, Laurel. <laughs> Who's that? Definitely. That's Sarah Sanders. This is the White House montage. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, she, but it says that though. I do hear. Yanni. I heard Yanni I on right. that clip. What the hell? What's going on? I don't understand this. Play it again. So clearly, Laurel. I didn't hear Yanni that time. Laurel. That's, that's not, not But that's not even close. I heard Yanni on the first clip he played. You could but hear the, Yanni. But the, the guy who says Laurel, there's no E at the end. There's no E. Right. Laurel. I How can that Wait, play it again. Now I just heard it different. Laurel. Now I hear Yanni. No, you don't. I don't. You do. No, you don't. I do not. No, you I do not. Why, do people not. change? Of course it's Yanni. Yes. Yeah, Dale said Dale said he went through the change. He did? Yeah. yeah he he transitioned? Would. That'd be great if he did that. We'd, we'd applaud that. Yes, we would. We would. More Jen. <laughs> I think that's the Kirk and Callan question. Is it Jen or Den there? Well, you want me to hear it again? Jen. See, I hear, I hear Den. I hear Den. There's no N, though, really. Den. Let me hear it. Let me Jen, hear it. absolutely. <laughs> Dan that's a better question. Full crack right, at you got, now. I think the phones are starting to ring. Good. Uh, it's seven finally, minutes. We finally caught up. <laughs> the place all set. We're in the car right there. Listen to us talk about price. So they're saying, oh, we're, we're... <laughs> uh, much podcast. <laughs> oh, Charlotte Wilder's back fault. in our lives? Wow. It's your fault. That's why we have all these delays, because you can't stop swearing. Right. I was talking to one of the guys last night. And Don't I said, swear. I said, my life, I won't. I said, my life is this guy pressing a button in his office. This idiot right here. Oh, with Zarbano? Yeah. Yeah. And what'd he say? He was like, yeah, he's like, what do we, you know, the guys who love the show or get mad at him, you know, which is great. I like that. And what did Zarbano say? Nothing. He was laughing. He was, you know, yeah, that rat 47 sheets <laughs> of the wind <laughs> crawling around. Did he finish your beer for you? He did. He did. I fell off the wagon. Yeah, Joey Zarbano, who was a rat. <laughs>
Start the start the clock over again. Kirk's been sober for what twelve hours? Oh, I, I, that, but I think that's true. Do you get a twelve hour chip? That's a good you question. Hey, you should have coin. Would, you would know the answer to that. I would not. No, no you nope. should probably find out. <laughs> All right, take these are important okay, phone calls. Line, to take. The lines? Oh, I, I can't believe. And we have a lot. And we have one line open, which is well. The, do we not now? Is line three not working? Did we fix Why line, is line one? Seven they, working. They moved line one to line four, so line four is not line one. Jesus, I, I want to know if it's why is six ring first? Do people hear Jen or Den? That's what I want to know. That's, that's, that's more the important. Other important. Okay, I hear take I hear these calls Den. when we get Jen. Isol- Den, uh, that's fine. We can do that if you want. Can we isolate that sound and, and, and say, do you hear Jen or Den, and, and put a, a poll out? Is that okay? Sure, we, can uh, do we that. should do that, right? Don't you think? Sure. All right, yes. hour two coming up. Hang on, these are important phone calls. I want Texas to get to chiming them. in. It's like split between Den and Jen. I'm I'm Team Den myself. Me too. I'm Team Den. What do you hear? I heard Den, but I don't want to be. You slow first. it down. It's different, though. Oh, really? We'll, yeah. we'll oh, do that when we get back. Can we slow Play well, that sounds reverse? Like, that sounds like Jen. That sounds more articulate. That's Jen. That's more articulate. All right, we have a couple lines open. Den or Jen? <sighs> Laurel or Hart? What is it? Laurel or Laurel Yanni? Hardy. Yanni. Yanni? Okay. Let me hear Laurel. Let me hear Laurel one more time. Laurel. But let me hear the Sarah Sanders one. I hear Kofefi. <laughs> so clearly Laurel. No, I hear Laurel. <laughs> now I hear Laurel. Yeah. It's Laurel. I definitely have Laurel there. Don't you? Of course. You hear Yanni there? there? The first time you played it, there was a Yanni in hey, that. Who cares there was a what Yanni. he thinks? We'll find out what all these callers think. Who cares what he thinks about anything? He's here. I mean, what are we going to do? You care right, what the callers seven, think? Seven, seven, no, I'm kidding. Seven, seven, nine. We're fine. Trying to get my, my boy, uh, Kirky, to stick to the clock. I give you just... the clock, Joey Semi. Seven, eleven is what he said. Seven, You're eleven. Kidding. That's right. Seven, eleven. Why didn't he send me that? Because he doesn't care about you. You sweep through there. You grab two quarter hours. You conceal wow. a share point there. It goes over there. Who's going over there? <laughs> carry the one. Right now. You carry the white. You're, you're sweeping through two quarters right You know there. what? You should, you know speak, what you should speak at the Talkers Convention. You know everything. I don't know everybody in the business, though. You know lots of people. You sure. know executives? I do know executives. I can't believe you went in the press box yesterday. I didn't. I went in the dining room. The dining room. You yeah. don't feel uncomfortable around all these people? Of course I do. That's why I went there. I see. Yeah. Put my feet up, whipped it out, threw it on the desk, <laughs> said, take a look. I did not see Joe or Tim, unfortunately. The new you didn't. Tim Neverett. I saw Steve Lyons, who's lost some weight as well. He's on the way to 180. Rob, uh, all, Ian Brown, all the folks. So Pete Abes. Uh, I did not see Pete Abes. You didn't? I did not. Uh, I did not. He was. I saw him. He was riding around in a little tiny Mercedes. <laughs> all right. Hour two is next.